Hey everyone, and welcome back to Gizmo Talk.、Um, my previous podcast was on why France isn't the first country in the world. Yes, we talked about how France is quite reluctant to change, reluctant to progress, reluctant to working, you know, on hours where you can make the most of your business. How France cannot be the first country in the world because people are too focused on other people. They are not focused on, on themselves. And those who are, are just too focused in, you know, gaining that degree that will give them that job. But when you come to apply for a job, that's the next reason why France. Cannot be and will never ever be the first country in the world. So, today, this episode is all about France and employment. Let me tell you something employment in France is a fucking joke. Fucking joke. Let me tell you why it's a fucking joke. First of all, when you apply for a job in France, they look at your CV. They love looking, reading, asking you questions, and obviously just asking every single thing you can possibly think of. Even things you don't really think of, they will ask you a question about it. They don't ask you how you peed today or, you know, how was your poop today when you woke up. Thank God for that. But they do ask you everything. Sometimes since you started school, where did you go to school? Where did you go and, and pass your first degree? What have you? And it's quite a long process, you know, when you are just, you know, sitting there trying to talk about your employment history. The fact that they go back to your school history is like, oh, do you want me to tell you where I was born? Yes, they asked you that, of course. But you know, it feels like they want every detail. Once they've asked you the first, on the first interview, because I can tell you in France there are many interviews and it's a fucking long process, they, they just ask you everything on the first interview. The first interview lasts so long. And then you go and you leave and you're like, wow, that was so cool. I mean, they were so interested. They, they, they really want me, and I'm sure because they wouldn't have asked all these questions if you know, they weren't interested. Past the first interview,、mm, you don't hear from the employer for maybe about a week, a week and a half, and you just think, oh, well, that first interview, which I thought went really well,、um, I haven't heard about anybody. Right. Next, you have an invitation for a second interview, and then they test you on your level of English. So,、um, Miss,、uh, I've heard、uh, that on your CV uh, uh, you do speak、uh, English.、Uh, could we have a, a conversation uh, in English? Uh, just totally, completely in English. So, I'm going to ask you、uh, many questions, and if you are able to Um, answer all my questions, then, uh, then um, I'm sure you understand.、Uh, this will mean we are happy with your、uh, English.
and then you just answer the questions like a bomb, like your English is so perfect, your English is just damn so good compared to the fucking accent that is so shit. And they look at you like in still a kind of superior attitude. Oh, well, um, yes, uh, your English is not so bad, huh? not so bad at all. Um. Next. Oh, my God. Then you want to fuck, fucking punch the guy in the face when he just tells you your English is not so bad. Oh, my God. Next. You think yeah, you, you really nailed that word because your English is so good. And you just look at the guy thinking, if that was English you were speaking, man. I mean, come on, you can make a fucking, you know, effort in your pronunciation. Um, anyway, the interview goes well. You leave home, you think, poof, I nailed that guy with my English. Fuck him. And next, they just want to pick up on something else. So... One week and a half later, they call you back and they just say, mm, uh, I've seen that uh, you put on your CV that uh, you are uh, very good at uh, Excel, uh, uh, the software Excel, you know, the grids. Oui, et oui, en effet, c'est vrai. And then the guy is just like inviting you for a third interview and puts a laptop to give you a small exercise, just like if you were at school, like, you know, show me what you can do on Excel. I'm giving you 30 minutes. And in your head, you hear that music, that dark music, like, you have to finish this exercise in 30 minutes. Otherwise, you're not hired for the job. And you see the baddie's face and that's the guy just closing the door on you and say, I'll come back later in 30 minutes. And then you complete the shit and then they come back and say, hmm, let me double check. Oh, yes, of course, that's right. Uh, I didn't put the, the good formula. That's why the answer is wrong. Let me, let me modify uh, this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm awfully sorry. Huh? My bad. My mistake. Anyhow, and then you leave the interview room thinking, what the fuck is going on? Anyhow, and then, last but not least, there's a fourth stage of the interview. And you remember that the first time you applied, they said, mm, we need somebody quite quickly. We need somebody like, you know, that can start pretty much as soon as possible. But the process has lasted about a month by now. And they invite you maybe for a fourth interview. And if you're unlucky, they just say, mm, we would have liked to invite you for a fourth interview. However, we've realized that um, you are not the right candidate for us. So we thank you very much because you've been very, very competent and very skilled. And you've really fitted so many boxes, but we cannot give you the job. So that's one reason why France cannot be the first country in the world because there are competent people out there walking around looking for a job and going through interview processes that last freaking ages.
pieces and when the <laughs> the process is finally done it's like a joke it's like mm, no sorry you're very good but no next the reason why france cannot be the first country in the world in the realm of employment it's because you know you have people with real skills real talent and people are scared to hire them because they are scared to pay them a good wage in france if you have a good wage you're probably a manager somebody a bit at the top you know of the company enjoying good um yeah good benefits and so on but most of the people they don't earn quite a good salary so i mean you know they're very difficult in their recruitment process because sometimes they just tell you they want you to have this specific degree to such and such jobs or the specific experience so when you have the degree sometimes they say Ooh, I'm very afraid that you just have uh, you just have a degree which is very good. It's all to your honor. However, you do not have the experience, so it is uh, very difficult for us to trust that uh, you will have the skill, you know, on the terrain, on the terrain to to be capable. We don't think that the degree the degree is theoretical theoretical but not practical in itself do you see so they like to be philosophers when they interview you they like to act like philosophers they make choices for you during the interview they make choices for you like mm, i think um, I, i don't think you want this job right now do you Well, I'm fucking here, man. I'm fucking here. I just drove freaking half an hour to come here. Yeah. I I dress so smartly. I'm I'm selling myself the hardest I can and you're telling me, mm, I think uh, do you really want this job because mm, and there's something that tells me that you know maybe maybe you don't want this job because it's like um I don't know. Um, it's a very difficult position, you know, very difficult. Can you handle such a difficult position? Well, fucking give me the job and I can show you. And they don't. And there's a, a, a deep-rooted racism in France. So if you're, unfortunately, African background, um, you know, you probably have less chances as well. Unless your name is Jean-Charles of something that sounds very French, you know. And now we are still trying to break the cliches and break this kind of racism in employment. But it's still very present in France. And despite everything or, or despite what people can tell you, France is uh, has stayed a, a country where processes are slow, administration is slow. Freaking employment recruitment is slow. And when there is a position available, they do not give people a chance. Not only they don't give people a chance, but they judge people by their cover. They judge them. They are so fucking weary about... They want somebody to work for them, 
But then when people come, they're almost like scared to employ people and they send them back and people are coming back for a second, third, fourth interview and it's a fucking mess. Just make a fucking decision. So France will never be the first country in the world because they don't give chances to people. They don't allow people to go back and, you know, recycle into a new um, venture. You can be in admin and go to marketing. And, you know, if you're smart, you can learn anything with proper training. So in France, there's no proper training per se, unless you enter HSBC or, or big corporation that are international, you know, companies where there is a culture of, you know, following procedures, following a training plan, following, you know, certain set of, you know, um, steps. When you enter just a random job, a random, you know, small enterprise, you're faced with people who pass on the knowledge as they speak and they just give you an instruction here, an instruction there. And people are just actually fucking messy. And so you realize that France can and will never ever be the first country in the world because there's a deep, a deep um, gap, you know, in terms of training and, and developing their talents in England, in the US or any other countries like in Asia, people value human beings and value employees by teaching them and you know giving them the perfect training plan that will enable the employee to be you know an asset to the company here in France is like oh I do not have time um, just to check with the other guy I don't know what uh, I, I don't know what this is I'm sorry I can't help you so people can't help you in the workplace. People don't give a shit about you in the workplace. Yet they just are busy, you know, having this kind of energy where they complain a lot, which I mentioned before. They love complaining. They love sitting on their mobile phones. That's something I've noticed in my job where people are openly on their mobile phones, scrolling, chatting, not doing much and then all of a sudden they do a bit of work have coffee chat and you're like what the fuck is going on okay are we supposed to be like productive employees like trying our best doing our best and no not the same values and another reason why france cannot and will never ever be the first country in the world um there's a, a very huge 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 uh i don't know how to express it it's like a mental version of customer service it's like in the uk customer service is so good you sit down in a cafe people come and smile at you they laugh and they just like hey how's it going what would you like to drink what can i serve you in the UK, I mean, and I'm sure in the US it must be the same. There's a really a good customer service. France just don't have 
standards of customer service. They don't even have customer service. So wherever you go, businesses, enterprise, coffee, restaurants, anywhere, there's a bad attitude. They employ people who have a bad attitude. And I don't know how they employ these people since the you know, employment and recruitment process is so hard and so tough and so draining. I don't even know how they fucking get. Maybe this must be like a buzzer, you know, invisible light on people's head and say, hey, I can't give a fuck, hire me. And then they get hired straight away just like to fulfill that cultural disease of France that is that they hate giving a good customer service. I mean... Can't you just give a good customer service with a smile, with a hello, with how are you? I mean, if you go somewhere to a restaurant and you have bad food, in the UK you complain, you know, sorry, my food wasn't good enough and there was this, that wrong. People apologize to you, they want to make it up to you, they want to give you either a refund or give you something free, a free dessert, free coffee, free something to just make up for that horrible mistake because we want your business back here. In France, you eat something disgusting, you complain about it, they look at you and say, I'm sorry, that's not me and I'm so sorry you experienced this, but... Uh, that's that's that that's how it is if you're not happy you can leave and they don't offer you anything they don't apologize for anything they make you fucking pay for the the disgusting food you just ate they don't make you just say hey you're happy to leave leave it's okay or i don't know i'm so sorry we'll talk to the chef they don't fucking care they just don't give a fucking shit about it you know you had a bad meal your food was disgusting um your coffee was cold they're not offering you next coffee they say here's the bill uh, do you want to pay by card or by cash and then they don't even smile at you i mean seriously france if you expect to become a superpower in this world you need to step up your game a thousand fold before you even get close to the UK, get even close to the US, to get close to Asian countries like Japan or Singapore, or Malaysia, what, whatever. I mean, seriously, your fucking, you know, bad attitude and, and culture of bad customer service is making you go down the rank in the, the countries that are seriously taking the piss. So that was my rant on Gizmo Talk that lasts right now 18 minutes, 58, 59, 19 minutes. So let's take another minute to rant a little bit more because I'm French and since I'm French, I love ranting. So rant, rant, rant. Yeah, France needs to step up the game in customer service. I mean, once I bought a pair of shoes, I just thought, hey, that's a beautiful pair of shoes, but there's a big defect and there's something really disgusting at the back. Shall I buy it? Shall I not buy it? I asked the the lady, hey, I'm so sorry, but look, I really like this pair. That's the last in my size. But look, there's this thing at the back that is damaged. You know, is there anything you can do? And she looked at me. She said, uh, what you can do? Uh, you can take it home and uh, wash it or clean it or uh, repair it yourself. But uh, if you if you ask me, uh, there's nothing I can do huh, for you. Bye. 
okay no discount no 10% off the pier one is damaged no and she looks at me she's like uh do you really think uh, we're gonna give you a discount uh, i'm sorry you buy it like that or not huh? i can't do anything huh? bye they are fucking ah the attitude is tiring seriously there's no smile there's no hello there's no thank you there's no what can i do for you First, in the cafes as well, one point that is very important, people don't come to you. Like, in France, you go and give your business to a place, but you have to make all the effort. You have to go to the counter to buy your drink, to do your thing, to choose. To Nobody comes to you to say, hey, I'm going to serve you today, you know? Unless you're in a restaurant, and even in a restaurant, you know, they just take their fucking time. So, yeah, yeah, France, do something, please. I mean, it's never late to change. But, yeah, you can whinge, you can moan, you can meh. And I'm whinging myself tonight, but, yeah. If there's anything you've noticed about France that makes you think and believe and know that France can never become the first country in this world, then sure, Share your experience. Share what it is that made you like burst a bubble visiting France. Tell me all on Gizmo Talk. Bye.